by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested. Because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, John. Hour number three of the Sports Hangover. John 4K in a matter of minutes. Coming up, Leo Haggerty at the bottom of the hour. Looking for your opinions here as well. Jordan, our question of the day is what? Yeah, it's actually really simple. This weekend's conference championship matchups, what game are you looking forward to the most? Bengals still leading the way at 77% over the 49ers at Rams. Looks like a lot of people want to see the Bengals at Chiefs more than 49ers at Rams. John 4K joins us. Sir, how are you? I'm assuming you're playing golf in the in the wind. I can hear the wind. Are you playing golf? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to, uh, happy to say I just parted this hole and I'm out here doing a little golfing. Uh, beautiful day. Started out about 45, a little chilly. It warmed up now. It's 49, so we, we're feeling better. Okay. Um, I won't keep you long then so you can get back to the game. Take but your time. We got, I got time. Go ahead. You're th- you're, dude, what did, what did you think? Tuesday, when uh, you, you heard for real that Sean Payton was stepping down, I felt uh, this whole season before it started. I even told myself this to me publicly. I said, "I think this might be his last year. I think he's going to take some time away, kind of like uh, Mora spent all these years here, Bill Collier. That's the, that's the problem with this game, uh, Gus. You get involved so hard all along, but I wasn't sure what he's going to do. You know, he's like, okay, I thought he was." Maybe looking at going to another club, but that would have been a slap in the face of the Saints. So this is the easiest way for him to do it. Go off TV for a couple of years. If he wants to get back into it, the Cowboys want him or somebody else. I have to deal with the Saints with, with draft picks. But, look, the guy's been here a long time. He did so much for the city, so much for everybody in, in football. It's just that time that he needs a break, and I think that's what it is. He's, he's taking a break. Saints general manager Mickey Loomis didn't really give a time frame, said there's a lot of people up there to sort of decide. It, it sounded like to me, though, a, a man that doesn't feel burdened or rushed because I think he probably has an idea what he wants to do. What What do you think? A lot of people seem to feel like it makes sense to go Dennis Allen. I know they've requested interviews to interview Brian Flores, Brian Leftwich, also Aaron Glenn. If the Chiefs lose tomorrow, my guess would be you would probably want to at least interview Eric Bieniemy. Where do you think the Saints should go with their next head coach? Let's get out of Eric Bieniemy. He's been interviewed so many times. The word around the league is that he doesn't interview very well, so I don't count him on the list. Um, you know, the other guy is okay. Uh, Flory is okay. You got to talk to Leftwich. He's never been a head coach before. But by him making a comment about they got to fire the Jacksonville's general manager for me before I go to Jacksonville. I'm not sold on him. Um, Aaron Glenn, he's been around, but I don't know if he's been a head coach. Yet. But they got to go do that because that's the proper rules the NFL want. All along, the Saints know their best man is sitting right there in, in um, David Drive, uh, I mean, Airline Highway. It's Dennis Allen. He's been around. He's built his organization. He's done a fantastic job defensively. He's got to get him an offensive coordinator. I'm not sold on Carmichael. Uh, proving fact, Carmichael's been here a long time. Obviously, coordinator. How come he's never been interviewed for head coaching spots anywhere else? I like the Dennis Allen pick. Get him a good offensive coordinator. We'll go from there. When you look at the continuity uh, of this team and, and where it's at, I again, I, I may be one of those those people that just don't see what a lot of these national analysts, I guess, are saying that this team needs to be rebuilt. I mean, you got one guy, Daniel Jeremiah, out there tweeting again, quote unquote, NFL analyst that the. Uh, 
that teams should be calling the Saints for their veterans. Now, I understand the concept that maybe, like Roy, who just called and said, maybe players don't want to play for the new head coach and stuff. But I think at the end of the day, players want to win. And they're on a team right now that I think, if you don't have insane COVID or injury things that happen this year, will be a team that can, that can win. Well, I'll say this, Gus. If a player comes out and says he don't want to play for a certain head coach, I think that's ridiculous. During the NFL, you got a job. What guarantees you if you go off to another head coaching position, I mean, another head coaching of another team, and it be the spot? There's no guarantee. The Saints going to have to do something financially with a seven over seventy million dollars, you know, in trouble on the salary cap. Players can play in a better environment. Uh, they got a good good team here, core defensive players. Look, they're going to lose some players. They're going to have to restructure a lot. There's a lot of issues that'll be turning. Yeah, granted, some guys don't want to go to a winning program. That's the only thing I can think of. But if you're going to pay a guy a good amount of money to go play for a team, heck, guys now that they want to take money first and then maybe the playoffs and stuff like that, they want the money. The Saints can find a way to get these guys to come in money wise. Yeah, but we all know this. When you lose a head coach, what usually happens? He's going to take you a year or two to, to reevaluate your talent and everything, and the Saints are in trouble with the, with the uh, cap hit. So, look. Dennis Allen's got to go to. You don't have to make a lot of changes. If players don't want to play here, great. Go get some guys who want to play here. And then, but you got to find a quarterback, Gus. I don't care what it is. You need a freaking quarterback, and you need an offensive line to protect it. That's when you start getting players here. John, let's turn our attention to the games over the weekend here coming up. In the first one, AFC Championship game, KC seven point favorite over the Bengals. I'm picking Cincy. Even with the points, I'm just picking uh, the I, I, you I, look. I know why we pick it. You're picking it because of Burrow, and I, and I appreciate that. I understand yeah. that. But, but Kansas City's still got a good enough football club. Uh, I got to go with Kansas City in this game. I just think they uh, lost to them before a couple of weeks ago. They've been there before. Bengals haven't. So I'm more than the seven. Get into yeah, I'm gonna stay off the bat. I'm not gonna bet it, but I'm just gonna tell you right now. I'm taking Kansas City. I think they can win by ten. Okay. All right. Uh, and then the, the afternoon game or the evening game, 49ers and Rams, LA three and a half point favorite. Can the, can the 49ers do it again to the Rams? The answer, answer is no. The Rams will win this football game. And I don't even think it's going to be as close as people might think. Nope. Garoppolo has been a the quarterback. They've been winning, but he's not throwing the ball very well offensively. They've got a couple of injury factors too. I think, uh, the, uh, the Rams coming in this game at home, getting Wentworth back. I, I truly believe the Rams take care of business. They were up 17 and nothing before they played them. Uh, they knocked the Saints out of the playoffs. I think the Rams take care of business in this football game, and they win by at least two touchdowns. All right. All right, John. Easy enough, man. We'll talk again next week, and uh, we'll preview the Super Bowl. There he goes, John Forcade in the wind tunnel. Jordan, if you were playing golf right now, what would you shoot in the 49-degree temperatures with high wind? I've played golf, but I never really kept track of sco- the score. I'm sorry? Like, Miniature golf, I've kept what? track, but I never, what? like, I don't know what my... Wait a minute. I don't know if I can <laughs> shoot just, under 100 or shoot over 100. So you have no idea. You're you're a lefty, though, right? I am a lefty. Like the graph? That's unbelievable. I don't think the graph would want to team up with me, though. No, the graph apparently takes it real serious. Like, if we all got together, you know, call up Fernando and go hang out over there, Kenabra, I just, I, Kenabra. like, I just want to enjoy myself. Like, you know, like, you know, like, chat, I like goofing whatever. around. Well, no, I'm not, well, what, what does that mean to you, goofing it's, around? You know, some, like, are you purposely hitting it four holes to the right? Well, no, I don't like, want to play with you. I'm not saying that. You're getting ready to take your swing. You suck. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to play with you either. Just not all the what time. What are you, 14? Not, not all the time. Again, it's, it's, um, a, it's a relaxing thing. Do you drink relaxing beverages thing. when you're, when you're playing golf? Absolutely. If they're available. Yeah. Easy enough. All right. So you've heard several people comment on, um, On the games this weekend, has it changed your minds at all on what you think? I really honestly don't know what's going to happen in the Kansas City Chiefs and Cincinnati Bengals game. Like many have been saying through national media and who we've had on as guests, I, I, I kind of 
Joe Burrow has a chance. I, I think there's a lot of people that are counting him out because of he doesn't have that experience like Patrick Mahomes does. But at the same time, Joe Burrow has that swagger to where and confidence to where it doesn't matter if he's been in that situation or not. Uh, there was something that came out a few days ago that his headset went out during the game and he had to call four plays and all four of them worked. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's cool, calm, and collected. And I, I think he does have a chance to get the job done against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. As, uh, as far as the 49ers and Rams game, I think it could be either a low-scoring game or both offenses are fine on all cylinders. It could honestly go one or, or either way. Okay. I'm going to settle in on Bengals and 49ers. Same. And if that's the matchup, why not? Why not? Can you imagine since he wins the whole thing? Should have traded it all. I tried to. I kept, I mean, I, we did on our show. We, we begged the Saints to trade it off. Everything. Trade it all. Think he changes the fortunes at all on teams? Joe Burrow? Hey, two years, the first quarterback. Two years. First quarterback. Didn't even play a full season last year. So basically a season and a half. ACL thing. Season and a half. And, well, by the way, he doesn't have, you know, the best offensive line. No, I mean that. Look, that, again, that's the other thing too. Literally, this guy got sacked nine times. Didn't phase him. Didn't phase him. So, you know, all right. Hey, um, this will give me a quick chance before we go to Marlon Favorite to bring up the fact that DraftKings is now live. It's up and running. Mobile sports betting in Louisiana is live. So you definitely want to go download it now. Hopefully you've done this already. But to celebrate the fact that we are live and running, DraftKings Sportsbook wants to give customers $100 in free bets when you sign up. And then more importantly also, um, you want to make sure that you do that because they're going to give you a bunch of different odds that you definitely want to get involved in here in the near future. So this weekend for the playoffs, let's say, you bet $5 or more in any playoff game, and you win 280 in free bets if your team wins. So there's other types of games and promotions you can be a part of as well. Same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. And DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit or withdraw your cash whenever you want. Safe, reliable, deposit it, withdraw it whenever you want. It's all there for you. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code LaRose and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and get 280 free bets if your team wins. Sports Hangover, Marlon Faye right next on ESPN New Orleans. Have you ever been close to tragedy or been close to folks you have? Have you ever felt the pain so powerful, so heavy you collapse? Hey, hey, my friends, it's Dana DeFran Frilo here. Just wanted to reach out to you that I and Golden Motors are here and ready to help you take care of you and your family's vehicle needs. We have new inventory arriving daily. Check us out 24-7 at goldenmotors.com. Give us a call at 985-325-1000 or stop by and let myself or one of our awesome team members take care of you and get one less worry off your shoulders. Always remember, price is priority. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Time is money. 
Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3-2 stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Welcome back. Sports Hangover. Marlon favorite at Big Bay. 504 is the way to chime into the conversation. Sir, how are you this afternoon? Feeling good, Gus. I'm, I'm excited, man, um, to kick off a playoff football weekend divisional, I mean, excuse me, championship round. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got to ask before we get into the games, how do you feel? Jerry this morning cleared up some things that um, – you're getting Mike McCarthy back. You say he's coming back. Dan Quinn turning down head coaching jobs. You're running it back, Marlon. Running it back. Run it back, Turbo. Uh, look, Mike McCarthy didn't do anything to lose the job. But at the same time, he's not making a big fight to keep it. But mm-hmm. like Coach Sean Payton, he has won one Super Bowl um, in respect to him. And, hey, he, he said, let's run it back. Run it back, Turbo. So I, I, I'm excited to see how uh, this, you know, this one-year deal is about to work for Mike McCarthy. Are you surprised that Dan Quinn didn't take any jobs? No, you know, personally speaking, because I know Dan Quinn. Um, he is a, an excellent coordinator, but I think that's at best he's a, he's an excellent coordinator. I don't think, even though he has leadership roles, because he's he's been a head coach before, he didn't see. Um, outside of that one year, the 28, three years, see a lot of success as a head coach in Atlanta. Hmm. See, I went full conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? The Cowboys <laughs> next year play the Eagles, Giants, Redskins, um, Washington football team. We're going to get a new name here, right? We're on the Super Bowl. Bears, Lions, Bucks, Colts, Texans, Bengals away. The three teams in the division, Packers, Vikings, Rams, Jags, and Titans. Let's say, I don't know, 0-2, 1-3, there's Jerry on SportsCenter. Had to make a move. McCarthy fired. Dan Quinn elevated to head coach. <laughs> I think that's what Dan is thinking. I mean, that that's, that would make sense to me. It would, especially because, hey, you have uh, a, a guy in, in, in Dan Quinn that, that has they have the experience. I mean, Gus, I mean, we, we can't we can't front that he was an assistant head coach right. out of Seattle. And, of course, his time there. And, you know, the pressure on Mike McCarthy, we know how, how things ended in Green Bay, and we know how it was when it was good in Green Bay for him. So it, it'll be interesting in Dallas next year, and it will be very interesting in Dallas the year after next which we know how that may potentially go. Yep. I hear you. I understand. All right, Marlon, let's get to the AFC and NFC Championship game. Speaking with Marlon Favorite at Big Fave 504 is the way to follow here in ESPN New Orleans. Marlon, um, when you look at the AFC Championship game, seven points is the line for KC. And I understand what Raphael was telling me earlier in the show. Four AFC Championship games, two Super Bowls, Pat Mahomes, last week's game, how loud it's going to be. I, I get all of that. And I don't think, look, you know me. I'm not an LSU purple and gold homer. Or, you know, people accuse me of hating LSU. I'm not picking or wanting the Bengals to win because I'm an LSU fan. I'm a Burrow. And when you get sacked nine times, I heard Bart Scott this week talk about it when he was referencing Ben Roethlisberger that he said the thing that bothered him was he'd sack him two, three times a game. 
His teammates would get him. They'd hit him every every the play. And then he was getting tired in the fourth quarter, and Ben just got stronger. Like, it didn't affect him. I think for Joe, it's not going to bother him. And I don't – man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he rises to the occasion. He will. I Joe will definitely rise to the occasion. He has the targets. I mean, what, what better receiving core in the, in the playoffs right now out of those guys uh, over there in Cincinnati? But, Gus, it's sad to say this game is going to essentially boil down to Cincinnati's defense, what they're able to do up front. Um, having Trey Henderson out of the uh, concussion protocol is going to be huge. Oh, uh, Apple and Eagle, right? Oh, Eli Apple over there. Uh, running his mouth this week, could, could he cover this this prolific receiving core? So, I mean, you look at Cincinnati holding it up defensively, and the reason I say that, Gus, you don't want to go toe-for-toe with Mahomes. And I think Burrow is built for it. You know, I call him Ice Joe, uh, baby. Also, Smoking Joe, baby, because he, he'll get it going. I love that kid. He's such a competitor. And I think that he could very well lead his team to the Super Bowl, but it won't be through him. It'll have to be through that defense uh, against Kansas City. 34-31, just a couple of weeks ago, these two teams played back on the 1st of January. So it was, it was just, you know, just happened. The, the thing that, that stood out to me in that game and why I think I give them a chance, they only rushed for 60 yards, but they rushed 19 times. I felt like they, they did a good job of ball control and they used the short passing game, Marlon, I think, a, as a way to control it as well. There were 30 of 40, Joe was for 415 yards. And to your point, the Bengals' defense limited Mahomes to 259 yards. I didn't pick him off. He had two touchdowns. And they rushed for 155. It's just, you know, how much can you take away from that game, which was, again, earlier this month, and, and kind of use it to forecast what you see here? Well, I think that game gave Cincinnati, a young team, even more confidence going into uh, this AFC championship, Gus, and looking at it from the perspective of here's a team, a second-year quarterback, bouncing back from a, from a torn ACL. Uh, he has Jamar Chase back, not to mention T. Higgins, Boyd. Joe Mixon is running exceptionally well. But what's surprising more people, of course, the, the offensive line for the Bengals has been the conversation since before the draft, and continues the nine sacks continues to be a conversation. But the piece that really matters more than anything else is in that first game, they built their confidence, Gus, and then they saw that, hey, we can do this. We're, we're a team that, that finishes, finishes. Look at, the, look at the wild card round, you know, skating by a, a very hungry uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders team. I look at, you know, the way these quarterbacks are shaping up in the AFC West, so you're going against an elite AFC uh, West quarterback. So, I do believe that Cincinnati clicking on all three phases could upset the Chiefs at home. How do you see it? Make a pick. I see this game 44-41. Wow. I'm going to go with the Tigers, baby, the Bengals. Jordan, 44-41. Marlon's going with a high-scoring game on that one. Uh Um. 34-31 34-31 was the game in Cincinnati. The one stat that stood out to me, Kansas City helped out with 10 penalties. 10 penalties, 83 yards, Cincy only 5 for 62. If KC 6, 5 to 6 penalties instead of 10, maybe they win that game. So I I wonder, it, it comes down to officiating, right? And how they, and how they, how they call that game. I, I I'll be interested to see. Uh, hopefully, it's one of those where we're not talking about officiating, Marlin, on Monday. In the evening, you got the game that I think no one in New Orleans really cares about. It's, it's the Rams, we hate them, and the 49ers who kept the Saints for years in the old NFC West out of the postseason. So, I look, I am all AFC. Whoever wins, that's what I'm rooting for. I, but we got to watch it. It's football, so we'll do that. Three-and-a-half-point favorite, the Rams. Could the 49ers beat them again, Marlin? It's so hard to beat a team three times in a row. Uh, the difference between this 49ers team and other teams that have to go that scenario, they beat this team six times in a row. <laughs> they own the L.A. Rams. So that's the, the light of hope that they have. But I just feel like as the week progressed, 
I have to take it inside the trenches for him out. The, the chemistry between Von Miller and Aaron Donald. I mean, if one guy isn't making a play, the other is making a play. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of pressure they're going to have to have. I mean, we know um, the Rams' secondary is off the chain. Of course, you have uh, Jalen Ramsey locking it down on the opposite side. Matthew Stafford's like a kid in a candy store, right? Double-digit years in the NFL. Never made it this part of the playoffs. But now you have the tools around him like Odell Beckham and now a healthy Cam Akers. So I do think this is a game L.A. will win. I don't think the 49ers, I don't think they're going to run their way to a Super Bowl, let alone like they did the years uh, two years ago and then happen to win it, right? Even though I, their defense is good and they're starting to pick up a, a, a you know, a decent run game okay. led by Trent Williams on, on that on that offensive line, but I just think that L.A. is going to do it. I want to ask you something because you're you're defensive tackle. And you I, when you know a team's had success against you running, it probably didn't sit well with you guys. And let's say it continually happens. <laughs> and here we go. you got to face them again. Me and the media, Jordan the fan on message boards, everyone all week is telling you, Marlon, they're going to run and you're not going to be able to stop them. What can the Rams do to stop a team that literally is going to run 60 to 70 times against them? It's crazy. Gus, you have to have balance on your defense. And I'm not just talking about the formation, how your defense is formatted. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you have to have the guys on particularly the front seven playing technique sound, technically sound the entire game. Because that's what's happening. The guys up front are just blocking exceptionally well. You know, Michael McLennan, you have Trent Williams, as we mentioned. That, that's a solid offensive line. A lot of people talking about you know, Jimmy G. Jimmy G is Jimmy G. He's going to get you with he's, he's a quarter. Here's the definition of a, of what you want your quarterback to do, worst-case scenario, and that's manage the game. <laughs> right. The superstars right now for them is, 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 is of course, uh, Elijah Mitchell. But, you know, that offensive line is, is, is doing an exceptional job, Josh. I must say that. Right. So how do you see this one coming, man? You got the Rams or you got the 49ers? I'm rolling with the Rams. I want to see the Rams. I want to see some LSU boys on that end in, 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 in the big deal. I want to see the Bengals and the Rams in the deal. So I think it'll be an exciting game to see. So I'm, I'm rolling with the Rams in the NFC game. Sure. It's interesting, man. 31 times they carried the football, 49ers did, in that overtime win in the game that the Saints needed the Rams to uh, win. And in the game earlier this season, which 49ers won 31-10, to San Francisco rushed 44 times. I mean, that's incredible. 44 times plus 31. See if I can do the math here. Carry the one. That is 75 attempts in two games. In the last two games. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Hey, hey, you got to give credit to that offensive line because that's the only way that's happened. And that's why they were so excited when Trent Williams got back. All right. All right. I got you. Marlon Favorite at Big Fave 504, sir. Stay warm. It's a little, it's a little chilly outside. Burr! Burr! It's cold <laughs> out here. Make the jumbo, baby. Just, hey, just go do some of those defensive line drills I see you post on Twitter. You'll, you'll work up a nice sweat there, you know, hitting some practice dummies, doing the swim moves. <laughs> you need to do one of those drills, man, and have like Jordan be like at the end of those dummies and just show me what, you know, do, do you practice your sack technique? I got it. Jordan, hey, man, where you passed that day, brother? I'm coming for you. Jordan, you ready? I've been – I was born ready. Oh, he's talking smack. I love it. Thank you, Marlon. Have a good weekend, buddy. It's the other weekend, fellas. Hello. <laughs> Sounds good. Leo Agony will give his take as uh, we will take a quick break and come back. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. <laughs> Not a soul up ahead and nothing behind There's a desert in my blood and a storm in your eyes Am I the king of nothing at all? And you're the queen of nothing at all Well, I remember the fight and I forget the pain I got my hand in your pocket and my key in your chain Home health services in South Lafouche are vital right now Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better with quality health care and warm, genuine support, 
You and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. If you love the sports like me, you get annoyed with your team or player. So Progressive's going to help take your mind off your team or that player for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they lost that thing recently, think about Progressive letting you compare our direct rate side-by-side with competitors to easily find the lowest option. Don't worry, your sports ball team or player will get them next time. Hope this distraction from Progressive about easily comparing rates was helpful to not think about that last game or match or season. I mean, even though I love sports ball. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. The Just for Pros event is back at Lowe's, and we're celebrating hardworking pros with special savings on the top tools, plus bonus perks to help you with your business. Sign up for Lowe's Pro Loyalty now through January 28th, and you'll get up to $100 off your TurboTax federal tax preparation. Just another way Lowe's makes your job easier. Lowe's, the home for pros. Discount valid on select TurboTax services through 41522. More terms apply, U.S. only. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Head coach, Sean Payton. No longer the New Orleans Saints. Leo Haggerty in Sports Magazine. Thank you again, sir, this week for providing some of uh, your co-workers um, to provide a little thoughts here and there. But you always obviously come on and talk NFC South here in your yuckaneers. But... Dude, how surprised were you on Tuesday when you found out Sean Payton stepped down? Gus, I was flabbergasted. I I didn't think that was even a possibility. But, uh, you know, everybody's talking about the USFL and that, and him going in the booth or whatever, and I'm going, no, that's just not going to happen. And You know, maybe he's going to pull a dick for meal, but not for 10 years. You know, just walk away from it for a couple of years and then uh, maybe get back in it when his heart's back and, and everything's in it. But, uh, Gus, I was shocked, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are not ready for him. <laughs> you know, it's like, I know at some point, you know, the, the time's going to come to an end and it is what it is when it comes for that aspect of it. But, um, where do you think the Saints should go from the outside looking in it? Because I, I kind of talked about it with Luke Johnson of the Picayune and Advocate earlier this morning about, you know, this interview process may not be a bad thing for the Saints from this perspective. Literally interview a handful of other people that are outside the organization and get fresh eyes on what they think of your roster, what they think of the vision, what, where they think your team is, what who's going to be their quarterback. Because i got to imagine, Leo – one of the questions you're asking any of these guys in an interview is, who do you want to be your quarterback, right? I mean, you got to imagine that's got to be one of the questions you're asking. Oh, absolutely. And, Gus, I can remember going to interviews where the athletic director was picking my brain just to know, okay, what would you do? And he's taking notes, and I'm going, man, I'm giving this guy the playbook. <laughs> I think that's what the Saints should do. They should go outside. They should interview a former head coach. They should interview a couple DCs, a couple OCs, and find out what they think of the, uh, of the program. And again, steal these good ideas and then go from there. But uh, Gus, I'll tell you what, I hope they're going to have the uh, defensive coordinator at least interview. I mean, Lord. <laughs> no, yeah, De- Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen's going to interview. Uh, they've asked and re- they've requested permission to interview Aaron Glenn. Also, Byron Leftwich, who interviewed with the Jags, and also Brian Flores, who's, per Adam Schefter, a finalist for the Giants job. I don't know about the Flores situation in Miami, how it went down, what's true, what's not. But if there was any rift with ownership, and and especially their young quarterback that they drafted, whether you like him or not, if that's who they say is going to be your QB, I just, I don't know if that, if that works in this particular structure of ownership that the saints have enjoyed. So 
I don't know if that's a perfect fit. If the Bengals win on Sunday, I gotta imagine you go be enemy. I, or, you know, call him and, and talk to him because I'm with you. I, I like what you're saying. Talk offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and, and former head coaches to, to get fresh takes, fresh eyes, you know, and if some of these guys wind up getting your jobs, cause there's seven open, Leo, that you might have an idea, uh, who, how you're going to play them when you play them, cause there's still seven others that are open. Well, and let's be honest, Gus, the two that got hired, I don't know about you, but I went like Major League. Who's that guy? <laughs> you know, just where, where are they coming up with these guys to interview and think they're head coaches? That's, that's what's surprising me is that, one, that maybe some of these guys don't interview well, that you would think would be the normal guys to get in, but the why the Bears went with a defensive coordinator is beyond me. Well, you got to get somebody for Justin Fields. That that's amazing. But again, the Saints—they got to go with a guy who at least has an idea of what's going on. And if they hire somebody that's not Dennis Allen, I hope they can convince Dennis to stay there. That's the biggest thing. Because when you throw up a goose egg on any team Tom Brady has, you got something that you're doing right. I think one of the things as well that is interesting to me is where where look I, I there's I, I don't know if it's perception or reality or maybe I'm just kind of fooling myself because of previous off seasons, but I, I know a lot of people believe that Saints can't be competitive because of you know the salary cap. They trimmed 111 million last year, so whatever the number I've heard, 80, 70, 65, whatever. They trimmed 111 and they were still competitive. So, um, I think they'll, the cap's not really that much of an issue from this standpoint. I think they can still keep a good amount of their players and they've shown to do that there in the past. I don't know. From an outside perspective, how far or close do you think the Saints are to becoming a playoff team again? Gus, they were a couple stupid plays by the Rams losing to the 49ers from being a playoff team this year. And, and again, when, the core is there. I think Jameis is the answer. Now, he may not be a slam dunk, but he'll get the job done for you. I, I, I almost was tempted to say that what a great spot for Aaron Rodgers to land if Sean, Bra- Sean Payton was still there. But uh, I don't think quarterback is the issue. I, I think the issue is you got to find some people around the wide receivers and tight end to make plays. That's that's the big thing. But the Saints, again, are very close to going back to the playoffs. And today, one of the guys down in here in Tampa said, well, you know, Tampa doesn't have a Super Bowl roster. I go, who the heck does? Nobody does. It's a matter of just getting hot and getting lucky at the right time. All right. um, Who do you think eventually, just right now, Gut feeling becomes the next uh, the next Saints head coach. Byron Leftwich. Wow. Okay. If Write it down, Jordan. Him, Sticky note. If you if you can talk him out of going to the Jaguars because again he gets to play with the uh, probably the best prospect coming out of college in years in Trevor Lawrence. If you could talk him into coming there, he has a tremendous offensive mind. And he is a guy who has played in the league. He's very respected around the league. That's who I would go with uh, if I was the Saints. But again, you know, they don't ask me. That's the Gus. They don't ask you. They don't ask me. Yeah, I know it's but, interesting. Uh, even of this morning, I heard Ian Rappaport on. He was on the Pat McAfee show, and he said, you know, Pat McAfee asked him flat out, "He's like, what is going on in Jacksonville?" I thought it was Byron Leftwich's job, and he's like, um. Rappaport said as of right now, he is not the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I don't get the sense that they're closing in on anything. So that's that's strange because I, I, I would imagine if it's something of that nature, somebody comes in and asks for him, that he would do that. Let me ask you this, not either or, but Leftwich is an offensive coordinator, had Tom Brady, which is really where he had a lot of that success, right? Eric Bieniemy, I think a lot of people look at him and go, well, you have Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Fair or not fair to judge how good they can be based off the quarterbacks that they worked on? 
Gus, that's absolutely right. You still have to design plays that puts them in successful positions, and they do that. Uh, again, I, I was amazed last year that Leftwich and Biennemi and uh, Todd Bowles didn't get more of a but I think it's because they went so far in the playoffs. But I, I can see, I think the enemy is really getting a look, going to get a hard look because there's a lot of teams that still need head coaches and they are nowhere near it. And you know what, Gus, give credit to Jacksonville. After they jumped into the daggone Urban Meyer pool and they found out that they got bit, they're going to be very, very slow in going to the next guy because they better get this one right. Because if they don't, it's going to be a problem. All right. Uh, let's get to the game, sir. Sunday, got the Bengals and the Chiefs. Seven-point favorite, Kansas City. I think that's a lot of points. Um, I understand one team's been there and the other, but I've also watched the season. And very rarely did I see this team act and play like the moment was too big. And I don't think it's going to be too big for Burrow. And the ball's pretty much going to be in his hands a lot. So... I could see KC winning, but I could see Bengals covering. How do you look at this one? Yeah, Gus, I, I agree with you. The, the key is, can the Cincinnati offensive line protect Joe Burrow? He gets sacked nine times again. It's going to be an ugly afternoon. Uh, I, I, I think Kansas City wins because they're going to find a way to win. Uh, unless there's a major injury, I think they, they win by probably – 30 to 24. Ooh. Okay. All right. And the evening game. 49ers and Rams. Can they do it again? I, I just brought up the numbers. The regular season meetings, 31 and 44 times. Uh, rushing attempts. You had the 21 times um, in, in the in the other game. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. 31 and 44 times, dude, in, in two regular season games this year. 75 rushing attempts. In, in totality this season, Niners against the Rams defense. I got to imagine, Leo, they're going to try to run the football again against them. You would think, and I'll tell you what, Gus, nobody gives credit except maybe me to Raheem Morris and the scheme he set up down in Tampa to beat the Buccaneers. He had those ends so far out, it looked like they had to buy a ticket to get back in the game. But what it forced the offensive tackles to do is they couldn't anchor. They had to just get back and push these guys because they were running the edge. What I think the 49ers are do is they're going to run right at these defensive ends. They're going to run right there off tackle and make Rams shrink down, make the Rams put seven or eight in the box. I'll tell you what, though, Gus, it, I, I still like the Rams because unless Cooper Cup breaks a leg, I don't see how the 49ers can cover them. So I, I think the Rams win. But, again, it's coming down to a, to a Matt Gay field goal at the end. Mm, okay. 27-24. Another field goal. So, I, I my, my thing is you gave me a six-point game in the first one, and this one's a field goal game. I, I think from a standpoint when your team's not in it, I, I, I loved last weekend, right? Saints weren't in it, but, dude, I was glued. I mean, all four games were fabulous in an, in its own way and came to the last play and on, on a field goal. I, I at least want that tonight. I mean, on Sunday, right? I, I don't want blowouts. Yeah, I, I, Gus, I agree. And for God's sakes, don't go overtime. Because, and I'm going to get on my soapbox now. The NFL needs to change this. Both teams need to get the football because as soon as the Bills lost. Here we go. No, see, I'm disagreeing with you, Leo. Oh, here's, come on, here, guys. Here, here's you why. Gotta give, you here, gotta give the team a, a chance with the they ball. They do! The, the, the rules say they will if the other team doesn't score a touchdown. Did you watch Saints football this year? They couldn't get first downs, much less touchdowns. Like, here's my problem with people saying the other team needs a chance. The other team needs to score a touchdown. Like, that's not easy. And I know it's a passing league. And they favor you, and you can throw a bomb and get a pass interference. You still have to score a touchdown. So when I'm argued, hey, give the other team a chance, the other team's defense has a chance for, I don't know, 80 yards. If, if the kickoff goes out of bounds, they have 80 yards to get off the field. You have a chance to then give your team 
a chance to win it with a field goal, not even a touchdown. Or if you only get a field goal, your team can then win it with a touchdown. So if you, I mean, you have a, you have a shot. Like I, I don't, I don't understand this. The other team doesn't have a chance. They do. They do. The other team has to score a touchdown and that's not a given. Well, it, I'll tell you what, in the Kansas City Buffalo game, they scored three times in the last right. Well, 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 I'll tell you, I, I, I know what you're saying. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a chance. you just got to stop them. But with all the rules favoring the offense right now, I think the NFL needs to give both teams a shot with the ball on offense. Because you could just see as soon, whoever – going to win that toss. If Buffalo right. would have won it, they'd be Kansas City. Well, okay. Because it just wasn't going to happen. It's kind of like the Atlanta uh, game with the uh, Super Bowl game with New England. As soon as New England won the toss, you knew the game was over. So you, so you, you want some be. sort of variance. We can talk about this next week because i got to hit the break. But like, let's talk like maybe some sort of variance of college, right? To where oh, yeah. both teams yeah, do start, get it. Start at, the, start at your own 40, not at the other team's 25. Okay. Then you got to make a couple first downs. I got I'll you. Let you I'll, let you. I'll let you marinate on that for the week, and we'll talk about it next Friday. Sounds good, my friend. Always a pleasure, and thank you for all the help this week. Appreciate it. Thank you. Leo Haggerty, final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003, J.D. Kleber. Is that the way to follow you over on Twitter? That is. Uh-huh. Appreciate that. Okay. Gcat underscore 17. That is as well. Got one of Carver's car toys over here Oh, they're everywhere in the other room. I, you I, haven't seen it yet. I know. I, I know. Kind of a lot of picking up. I know. I know. Oh. He's been our doorman. Carver, how you doing over there, bud? Good. He said good? Good. Okay. Just making sure. It's about my response. Good. How am I doing? Good. Uh, look, he at least made it to like 210-ish before you started going, I want mama. Yeah. Which is pretty good, I guess. Mama. Like, what about me? You're too busy on the radio. That is very true. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime in. Uh, I don't know if next week can remotely top this week, to be honest with you. I mean, of shocking news or something of that nature. Huh? I mean, as you would have thought the week was taken care of mm-hmm. with us talking about, but it was actually very, very hectic. Yeah, it flew by. I feel like January has flown by. I know we're already. I mean, Monday's the thirty first. Literally, yeah, months already gone. And you know what? That means Tuesday's the next month, and maybe this could be the month we see Zion Williamson, baby. I have not forgotten about the Pelicans taking on the Nuggets uh, tonight. Celtics tomorrow. Phil, thanks for giving us a call here in the Sports Hangover. What you got, buddy? Hey, I was just like last week when they had 13 seconds left in the Kansas City game. Yeah. If the Bills would have just grabbed the receivers 
and held them, it would have been a five-yard penalty and maybe six seconds off the clock, and then mm-hmm. did it again, Kansas City wouldn't have had any time left. That to do squib anything. kick and all those different things. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of ways. I, I know. Did a lot you of what ifs. did you hear the Sean Payton on Dan Patrick bit? In which he talked about how that those 13 seconds ended, and he blamed Buffalo's coaching staff on it. Did you see that? Yes, uh, I didn't hear that, but I was just saying if they grab them, it's a five-yard penalty, and but the clock runs. Right. That's one. And then <laughs> there were several reasons. All of a sudden, there's no yeah. time left on the clock. So I was just that was my take. Yeah, pulled it up. All right, here you go. Listen, give a listen. Here's Sean Payton and Dan Patrick. Yeah. How the well, hell did the, the Chiefs do that in 13 seconds? They did it because defensively, Buffalo played outside outside technique in a zone coverage defending the sidelines. The problem was Kansas City had timeouts, and you can't do that when a team has timeouts. So every receiver entered entered the defensive backfield with free access, particularly their better receivers. And it it just can't happen. And it didn't, you know, there's a, there's a four man rush, but they're protecting the sidelines when Kansas city didn't need to get to the sidelines. Kansas city could go anywhere they wanted. That's good. (laughs) I like this good analysis. So there you go. Phil, he basically said, thank you. In other words, Andy Reid, Eric B said, thank you. (laughs) Just here we go. Here's 20. Here's another 40 yards. First down, Chiefs. It's crazy, huh? It is. I enjoyed the show. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for giving us a call. I'm telling you, we played that a little bit, obviously, and and I enjoy it. One of the things that in that same piece, Sean Payton talked about how Dak Prescott made a mistake. ESPN has just gone with it today as, see, see, he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy with the Dak. Man, good luck to you, Sean, if that's what you go, because that, that is something that you, you better be ready for. I, I, I think he's going to be good in TV. I do. I'm looking forward to seeing him pick it up this year. You? Is it going to be weird for you to turn in on a Sunday and, and hear Sean Payton call a Saints game? I don't think it's going to be weird, but like you said the other day, it is going to be strange. Are we going to have talk a, about a well, are we going to have a Nick Saban situation? Well, that's, I, I think that only happens if he coaches. Somebody's going to be upset and bitter. I think more upset if he goes to Dallas. Hey, Marlowe would be happy, more than happy. I think the Dallas thing is going to be a tough, tough one to swallow. See, we ain't got to worry about the Falcons. He'll never go. Hey, are you sure? Yes. He's going to go somewhere he can win a Super Bowl. Were we sure that he was going to step step back from coaching? Okay, that He's, is more realistic than the Falcons hey, going well, to win a Super like Bowl. Like I said, anything could happen. Arthur Blank, huh? That's the owner he's you talking about. You never know. No, nah, Mr. Home Depot. I didn't think we were going to be talking Sean about Sean doing Payton Home Depot retiring. commercials. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. He's going to be doing commercials now, right? He's going to be out in the media spotlight. Hey, thanks to everybody that joined us. Thank you, Jordan. Yesterday, you did a fantastic job. Round of applause for you picking up Thank a couple you. of Saints players and stuff. Honestly, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll talk Monday. Matt Muscona, after further reviews next on ESPN New Orleans.